everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. All right, Melissa, you just got back from a like over week long vacation. Yep. And uh, when we were chatting, when you got back, you told me the story that I thought was unbelievable. And I just want to like for you to reshare this because it really illustrates, you know, the power of our podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so a few episodes back, we talked about cleaning out our closet, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble. So you are, but you no. are getting me in trouble. <laughs> Don't worry. He's not. He's for sure not gonna listen to this episode. He already listened to one a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, so I would shoot. love for you to explain <laughs> to our listeners <laughs> what you came home to after being away for a period of time. <laughs> Oh shoot, you are so mean. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was I was out of the country and I and my husband missed me and I came home and and the whole for I gotta just give you the whole layup first. He bought me beautiful roses that were on the counter. Mm. The house was spotless. He had gone grocery shop. I mean, seriously, like wow. acts of service times a hundred. I was just blown yeah. away, right? I was like, wow, I, I've been gone lots of times before. And it's like, you didn't even <laughs> realize yeah, what that happened? the, the what happened? car was out of the garage. Okay, but here's the what, funny part. What did he or you do to deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Or, or, or are you in trouble? Is there something I don't know? Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> so I came upstairs to put my stuff away. And he followed me, which is also super weird. Normally, mm -hmm. he's just like, okay, yeah, well, whatever. We'll catch you, catch you later. Followed me upstairs. I walked into the closet to set my stuff down and I walked out and he goes, are you kidding me? And I was like, what? <laughs> and I turned back around. His whole side of his closet was completely cleaned. He, <laughs> he had said to me, oh, I was listening to your podcast. And I was like, oh, really? He goes, you talked about me. <laughs> and I said, I always talk about you, which now frames that I know you never listen, right? right? Yeah. And we've talked about that. Yeah, we've like, been operating under like a pretty <laughs> solid theory that our spouses do not listen to this podcast. Like they, when we first started it, they, they yeah. listened to the first like five episodes. Yes, and then to be they supportive. Yeah. And then they stopped. <laughs> they stopped. So we're like, cool, we can talk about anything we want because they're not listening. <laughs> exactly. Turns out that's not actually <laughs> true because here's this clean closet. And I mean, it was like... It was like we just moved in okay. clean. So if if, <laughs> if anyone hasn't watched, listened to that episode, it's like, yeah. go clean your closet. And yeah. Melissa describes in detail how Mitch has like a hundred shirts from high school. That he, 98. She counted them. <laughs> never wears them. <laughs> oh my gosh. He doesn't have that anymore. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So that, yeah. So then I was like, oh, well, I promise I don't always give you a hard time on the pot. Well, he doesn't believe me. Now he's I, he's probably going back to the number five and listening to two years worth of podcast <laughs> with a notepad. Uh, oh. 
<laughs> shocked. I am absolutely. I was absolutely shocked when you told know, me that that, that that he actually went and cleaned out his closet to that extent. I am. <laughs> I I am so blown away. Still, I I've never ever been able to pressure Mitch to do anything he doesn't want to do. He's just you mm. know he's a very strong person, and if he doesn't want to, he's not going to. Period. And mm-hmm. I was like, you wait a minute. Take take him out on this pod. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Mitch. <laughs> that is super funny. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Transition out of this one now. I dare you. <laughs> it's going to be hard. So, uh, so you've been gone for a bit. Yep. And uh, usually we come up <laughs> like, you know, we, we, we come up with something we're actually going to talk about. At least right. a, like a loose idea. Yes. But we were kind of struggling for ideas yeah, this week. Yeah, we were this we, week. You were back. I was busy. We're like, yep. okay, we got to figure out something to talk yep. about. Settle back um, in. Right? I had some ideas, um, but you had an idea, too, around this idea of chance. Yes. And your and idea was a pretty you interesting topic to explore. You can tell what your idea You can tell what your My idea, idea was around the world is a casino. And this was yeah. like an idea that... Um, my wife saw something to this effect on social yeah. media. And, yeah. and so she and I were like talking about this idea that the world is a casino, mostly around like the idea that um, things are kind of constructed mm-hmm. in a way to get a particular result. Like a casino is kind of like a manufactured environment. Um, that's a little so heavy true. though. So let's well, talk but, about but Well, no, no, but just a minute. I like this. Yep. Now people are seeing like the okay. underbelly. You you had an employee once <laughs> ask you, wow, do you guys like have a script that you follow? <laughs> and yeah, right. You were like, no, we just basically nope. come up with the idea and riff on it. Um, decide like what, what parts of it are good and what parts aren't. And is it viable? And that's kind of what this is. Like we're in that, we're in that mode of creation as we're recording, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Because the, the idea that you had was that everything around us is constructed for us to behave a certain way things are created for an outcome right and um and and then you went a little deeper and maybe i would say dark because then it was like you know run for your life was kind of like the way i felt like you ended that (laughs) uh yeah it got it got worse like i was actually talking to amber last night about this i'm like oh yeah i think we're gonna talk about this casino thing and then i went so far off the deep end and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna have to really think about this before i like start sounding like a conspiracy theorist (laughs) okay okay well here's what's true about casinos you walk in the front door and yep. no matter what you're going, even if it's a hotel or if it's a casino attached to like a meeting center or mm-hmm. whatever, you are going to follow their protocol regardless. You are being watched mm-hmm. the minute you walk in. Everything around that yep. is for the intention of you attaching yourself to a machine and pouring in money, right? I mean, yep. that is so true. Like, like, if I think about entering a casino, it's like, yeah. like the doors open, like you walk in and, and it is like, a huge amount of stimulus, mm-hmm. right? There's lights, there's noises, there's smells, yeah. the yeah. temperature is very specific. And yeah. the the 
place you're supposed to walk is super specific. Like yes. the hallways, yep. the pattern on the carpet, the yes. like yes. the oxygen yes. they pumped in there. Like yes. the environment that's constructed is so purposeful, right? I know. There's no outside windows. There's no clocks. There's no, you know, it's all, it's all manufactured. Yeah, it's like an artificial reality. I mean, it's like yeah. the world's biggest goggle, whatever, Google goggles or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Okay, I have to, can I, can I depart and just say one It's really so up on the tech. <laughs> Google goggles. <laughs> okay, wait, can I just depart and tell you an extremely funny yes. visual regarding casinos? I had to do, okay. I got to do, not had to do, I got to do a huge team event with a bunch of leaders at Mystic Lake Casino down in Southern mm. Minneapolis, right? Or whatever it's like it is. our local small casino. Yeah. Well, it's not this small. Isn't like a Las Vegas. Hu- yes. Oh, it's yes, gotten bigger, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. Yes, it's got a huge conference center and a, it's on a golf course. It's beautiful. Okay. Anyway, so here I am. I got my little high heels on, right? And I have all of these books that I am bringing people for this event. Mm-hmm. So I have like I think three or four books, book boxes, and they're heavy, mm. you know, like ship shipped shipping boxes. Okay. And I have no way of a, I don't know where the conference rooms are. Mm-hmm. And B, I don't have any way. I don't have a cart or anything. I have no way of getting these books. Right, so you're like it. awkwardly carrying way too much I stuff. I wasn't even I wasn't even carrying it. I was trying to figure out how am I going to get those to this conference oh. room. So I yeah. so when you walk into a casino, what's the first per who's the first person you see standing at the door? Like the the doorman, the guard? Security guard. Yes. Security it's a guard. Woman. Yeah. Yep, it's a security guard. For your artificial reality you're about to walk into i uh, said to her it was a woman i said hey where are the where are the conference rooms and she points straight to the back of the casino so to mm-hmm. further what you're saying i had to get to the back of the casino in order to have entry into this huge area i mean mm-hmm. multiple conference rooms okay so i was like okay well um do you have a cart or anything because i have all these boxes and she goes no <laughs> that was it. And I was like, well, how, how am I supposed to get him back? And she goes, well, I suppose you can use that. And she points to a double wide wheelchair. <laughs> she points what? to a double wide wheelchair. Oh my God. Did you wheelchair in your books? Now, also keep in mind, the minute you walk in the door, you smell like smoke. The whole place smells like smoke, mm. right? Cigarette smoke. And I mm. am trying to get to a business conference that doesn't have smoke, okay? So right. I just want you to picture the very next scene is me sprinting straight through the casino on the little trail that they have marked with a double-wide wheelchair <laughs> filled with books. <laughs> I just had In to give heels. you that visual. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so coming coming back to this idea though of casinos, I love the I love the idea because mm. I think it's really true. I think that there are so many things that come at us all the time, whether they are uh, we are aware of them being construed on purpose or whether they are even misconstrued and yeah. how we misunderstand something. You know, it, that stuff mm. comes to us all the time. And the what I thought was interesting as we talked about this concept was the the idea of chance within that con but mm. within that contrast mm-hmm. you know because even if something is set up to have a certain outcome there's chance involved in everything if it's going to work well yeah so what is the allure of gambling mm. 
right? The allure of gambling is chance. Like everyone knows, every single person knows when they enter a casino that the odds are stacked in the house. Yes, you're right. Everyone knows that. This is not like no no one's walking in there and being like, "Oh, I have a better than 50, even shot 50 of winning." chance. Right. right. Nope. Everyone knows that it's it's stacked uh in favor of the house. Yet That's right. millions billions of people do it every single day because yes, this for- idea that but it might happen. It's like Yeah. It is such yeah. a beautiful illustration about how we operate on hope. Oh right? yeah, right. Like right, I was, right. I was, I always say like, um, like, uh, uh, in 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 terms of marketing, yeah, sell hope, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. if you're selling hope, mm-hmm. it's like a really powerful way to position something. Totally. Um, but a casino's like that, right? That's what yeah. they're. That is what they're offering. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't. Once again, I feel like I'm virtually unemployable, which is why I own my own thing. And I also feel like I'm virtually unmarketable when it comes to this topic, because I think in my whole life, I've spent $24 in a casino. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I, but you're right. The average person, um, and actually, you know what, even though I'm saying that, I think that there's truth to that because you walk in and you just think just the next time, just the next time. Yeah. I'll try it one more time. I'll try it one more time. I'll try it one more time. And how many things in our lives are like that? Yeah. So I would say for you, uh, well, the casino experience isn't like the thing oh, no. that you try to get <laughs> that, like, where, where you like roll the dice on. Yeah. You roll the dice on like entrepreneurial <laughs> activities. Yes. Right. As do you. Different. For di- sure. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, oh, our, no. that's our, that's our that sort of that's, that's our, our gambling casino. addiction. Oh, that's our casino. Like our that. casino like is that. like yeah, starting right. new companies, trying new products, trying new things, like yeah. seeing what happens. Like, like yeah. you and I will get so excited around the <laughs> idea know. of a new business, and we will and we will put like actual money and effort yes. into all this, in. Yeah, into these like weird chances. Like, and yeah. we know as entrepreneurs, actually, yeah. it's way worse. Like the, the stats <laughs> on a business actually succeeding yeah, um, is way less than like you winning at a hand of blackjack. Blackjack's yeah. like, you know, something like 47, uh, like 53% like stacked in the house. Yeah, it's something oh. like that. Or 50, okay, okay, okay. The 60. It's like, it's actually like thinner I think um, yeah, that is thinner. I'm surprised um, by that. I think craps is the like yeah, that's a hard one. least. Well, it's like the least stacked in the house's favor. Mm. Now I sound like a gambler, but I'm not. No, but but also it's or one like, of the hardest to learn. So I'm um, sure the people that are playing that are way more. So like, but savvy. in any case, uh, yeah, like it would be more wise for us to go to the casino than work on our business things. That's, what, that's, like the, that's what I'm saying. Okay, again, I feel depressed. It's all coming back in a heated rush. But why, but why do we do them? Why, why do we engage in activities that like, we, we know have like a somewhat low chance of succeeding, mm. right? Why don't I, we go for the more sure things? It's because it's because like of this chance. Like what if? It's because yeah, of the big what if. It is. I mean, and it starts when you're really little in the midway of your county fair. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, it starts way early. You have those feelings when you're little. Yep. Don't you remember that? Can't I just play the throw the dart at the balloons, and if I get three, I'll win that huge teddy bear? Oh yeah, I did that yesterday with uh, with the girls at Valley Fair. You did? I, <laughs> did yeah, you win? No, of course we didn't win. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that you you won like a four foot stuffed snake or something. I spent twenty five dollars giving all of us three chances to throw a ball off of a board into a bucket to win a five <laughs> foot tall stuffed gorilla corn dog. It was corn a corn dog. dog. Okay, I would have gone for the Corvette because that that would have been a fun thing to play around with later. Is that you you could have some fun teasing people with that and bonking people over isn't the meeting. Isn't it fun though? Like this idea that like we know we're probably not going to win. Yeah. But just the idea that we might win I is know. super fun. And, and that's what you're talking about. Together. It's, the, it's the chance thing, right? And it, it does in a weird way bring people together. Like all the it girls does. yesterday lost together. But you know, they they also have like a fun story about you know how hard that game was and right. if it was rigged or not you know or whatever yeah. like they have all this conversation about the game. Oh, I love it! But you know what I was thinking about? I'm reading this book right now called The Psychology of Money. It's actually a super mm. interesting read. Um, and they're talking about in one of the chapters, the conversation is about chance, and it's about you know the standard eighty the. 80-20 Pareto principle where, mm-hmm. you know, whatever works for everything. Um, but they were saying... So even- just quick, the 80% oh, yeah. of eighty percent of the result comes from 20% of the effort. That's the Pareto right. principle. Yeah, exactly. And then the reverse applies the additional yep. 80, the additional 20%, 20% comes of from the 80%. 80% of the effort. Yep. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Um, Anyway, in this in this book, they were talking about that. They were saying, you know, even if the situations and scenarios are set up perfectly, and there's like an eighty percent chance that you you will win, or an eighty mm-hmm. percent chance that an investment that you're making is going to pan out. I mean, those are mm-hmm. odds that people. As you talk about chance, the higher the odds, the more safe people feel, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it's, you know, like 80%, the book was calling out, there's still 20% chance that you absolutely cannot control no matter what. So you're mm-hmm. always in this flux of, um, and the example that they used was, it, it's, a, it's a little sad, but it's really an interesting and perfect example. They were talking about Bill Gates. And they were saying that mm-hmm. when Bill Gates was in high school, his school got some grant and, and, and um, got like the only PC in the state. Like there, there, there weren't any really, and the college in that school, in that um, city that he lived in, or the little town he lived in, didn't even have computers yet. Mm-hmm. And so they get this thing, and Bill and his two best friends love it. They just fall in love with this box. They they're playing mm-hmm. with it all the time, and they're just into it. They start figuring out how to write code. They start figuring out what to do with it, and and they just loved it. And their friendships evolved because of this activity. And Mm -hmm. um, one of the best friends of Bill's went on to begin Microsoft with him, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, uh, which is huge. But what you don't know is the other best friend actually died in a strange freak accident in high school. So here you had three boys with the exact mm-hmm. same opportunities, the exact same chance, the exact same every everything, mm-hmm. and the 20% that we couldn't control at all changed the outcome for one of those people. Mm. 
It's fascinating when you think about chance and your relationship with it and how that number starts to creep up like, oh, 80%, well, who wouldn't do that, right? Yeah. And then, and so you get a totally different feeling of security or or whatever. How does that play into your feeling of, ooh, like, let's just keep trying, you mm-hmm. know? Like, or if it's less, how does that change your feeling? Mm. Yeah, this, I, I've always thought that that people are particularly bad at like understanding sort of this like this uh the statistics around like chance probability risk reward Mm -hmm. like we're really really bad at it this is not like i don't think it's like a natural thing for people Mm -hmm. um to judge why do you think we're bad at it i mean um, i think i think you're right we are but why why are we bad at it some people practice it all the time well like right like if you are an actuary at an insurance company and you are a master with excel you're probably pretty good at it <laughs> right but that's uh, that's after like a those lot are not my people study. i mean they're great people they're uh, just not people that would associate with me <laughs> right uh, i think it's because like uh there's a couple reasons maybe like we have we think we know a lot more than we actually do. We think we have a lot more inf- influence over oh, things than you're we actually so do. Oh, right. <laughs> right? So we'll we'll create like an overinflated view yeah. of how likely something is to happen. Yeah. Kind of based on our own like feelings, excitement and so much can manipulate sort of that oh. number in our head. Oh, um, to the yeah. point where it's like, you know, oh, this is a sure thing. After after thinking about this and getting super excited about it for the last week, this is a sure thing. Well, yeah, you talk yourself into about it or the, whatever. Yeah, nothing about the probability of something changed. It's just your feeling about it changed. Right. You know what? Um, so. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. That's really interesting. And it's kind of like in coaching. Um, when I was first getting into learning how to coach and be a coach, I remember I had a really powerful coach and she, she just says, you know, you're judged, you judge others on their actions, but you judge yourself on your intentions. Mm. And it's kind of the same thing. You're telling yourself a story about you that's very different than the story that you tell about anything else outside of you. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what you're saying. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the other thing about this this chance that, you, that, that you're talking about that I think about is uh, there is a lot of life that is just like good luck. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like there's this idea that we make our own luck, and I do subscribe to that a little bit. Like yeah. the more things uh, kind of you're involved mm-hmm. in, the more right. kind of like uh, you know hustling or trying to like help. You yeah. Know, th- there's certainly lots of things you can do to help yourself totally. that will I agree mm-hmm. result in whatever you want to call it better right. luck. But there is just straight up luck that happens to people like like all of us winning a lottery well most of us even who are listening to this podcast today in the united states kind of won like a little bit of like Mm -hmm. even like geography lottery right right that's exactly right like we happen to live in a place that that is very prosperous so Mm. that was lucky right right yeah Um, yeah it can start as Mm. simple as that but then it can it can go on to like I just happened to meet this right person at the right time in college and it opened up a whole world to me. Right. And that's more chance than it was anything else. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Um, how many times in your life have has something worked out for you just based on a random meeting of some random person mm-hmm. at a thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you get coaching yeah. opportunities and business opportunities yeah. nearly just on chance. Yeah, that's super interesting to think about. Hmm. Yeah, it's so then when I, things I don't just, go your way, then like what's you know? Then what's the opposite? If something doesn't go your way, <laughs> right? Yeah. You have an expectation yeah. it doesn't go your way. Well, like it maybe didn't go your way. Uh, it probably didn't go your way just on chance, right? It's not like again, this is the thing where we think we control a lot more than we actually do. Oh, so this is so interesting because the thing that starts to what we're starting to float into is this concept that I'm not sure about. And that is, you know, because I believe there are no accidents. Right. I've always Mm. said that there are no accidents, but that is completely the opposite of this concept of Mm -hmm. everything is a bit accidental or everything is a bit by chance. Like those two things um, are are, right. Those (laughs) don't match. And yet, the, in the spirit of our conversation, I'm in total alignment with you. But then all of a sudden, I went, wait a minute now. Is that actually how I really think? Because I think. Yep. Yeah, okay, it's, so it's, here, it's here I'm going to, since we're getting in trouble with our spouses, um, I'll just I'll just go here. We. You just, mean I'll me. I'll just walk out on you this. You uh, mean me. <laughs> Again. No, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna come right home. alongside you here. I'm gonna come right okay. alongside you with walk us with home, this JJ. One. Um, so, like, I met my wife in mm-hmm. uh, I don't know 2000. Oh my gosh, I don't. Oh, I can't even ago. remember. Uh, 97 or something, 98. But okay. here's how we met: is uh, I was going to college. Uh, my high school buddy was dating this girl down at Drake in Des Moines, Iowa. He would go visit his girlfriend down there. Um, yeah, one weekend, he's like, hey, I'm going to go down to Iowa. You want to go with me? I'm like, sure, I'm not doing anything, right? So I went down there, um, and, like, I met Amber down there, right? Yeah. And now we've been married for, like, over 20 years. So, right. like, in one way, like, that was complete chance, right? right. That was, like, right. I randomly decided... You know, like, she could have gone to a thousand different schools. I could have had tons of different friends. I could have just not, I could have just been busy that weekend, right? (laughs) Right. Like, there's like a million things that could have, like, not had that moment, let that moment happen in 1997 in Des Moines, Iowa, right? Right, right, Um, right. So, like, (laughs) but when I say that to Amber, she'll be like, well, no, us getting together was fate, Right? Like what you're saying, like there, oh, it was no accident, yeah. right? It was fate. Oh, and then I'm like, well, uh-huh. or it was complete <laughs> chance. <laughs> or it's just like a whole millions of random things happened and we just, and now here we are. Oh right? my gosh, JJ. Don't ever so say a woman who's telling you fate and then you're going, nope, totally chance. Because guess what that means? You're sleeping I, in the boot of your car. I told you I told you I was getting out here on the the uh, you know ledge with you. Well, and by the way, like But those are kind of like two sides. Yeah. The, well, the question is, are those just two sides of the same coin? Hmm. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> That's You said they're know. opposite, but sometimes Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, this yeah. is this is where the that, that's yeah, that's the what end I of think each is... stick. It's the same stick, just mm-hmm. each end. Mm-hmm. Ha. 
Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Well, now my mind is blown a little bit. <laughs> and just for fun, I took a college class at night, and that's how I met Mitch. He was the instructor. <laughs> was that fate, or was that just random chance? Well, I don't know. <laughs> the jury's out. We're having our 30-year wedding anniversary in March, and the jury might still be out for poor Mitch after he listened to a couple of our podcasts, especially this one. <laughs> oh, but hey, you guys, if you want a clean closet on both sides, just go back to that podcast and listen. That's the only thing I can say. <laughs> Well, oh. we probably have a bunch of other conversation around this kind of topic around yeah. around chance and about like fate and how yeah, it's kind of like super how interesting. you make and it, I, to me it's like how are you making sense of the world, right? Like either way, yeah, right? It, to exactly me, it's like right. it's great either way. If, there's probably other ways to look at the the world too, but um, yeah, it's but just I think we all us look in at our things. experience trying to like yeah trying to make sense of it. Well, not only try to make sense of it, but to feel safe. Because mm-hmm. I think at the core, our core level, we all want to just feel safe and that we belong. And so that these are the kinds of the mind exercises we go through. And depending on your personality style, you could pick one end of that stick or the other quite easily and be yep. very vehement about it. Yep. Yeah, and feel comfortable on e- e- either side. Yeah. Yep. Fun discussion. Cool. That was fun. Hey, um, your choice after this, uh, you want to go meet at the casino or you want to go start another company? <laughs> Let's go start another company. Deal. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.